for an important message. Hey, you freak Sarah Adams. I can't get to my phone right now, so just leave me a quick message. I'll give you a call back as soon as I can. Thanks. Sarah, I was so sad when we had to reschedule our Christmas Eve Eve show at the Comedy Arena because of illness sweeping the family. And uh, I am just even more excited than I was disappointed to tell you about our show on February 16th, rescheduled. We're rebranding it the Millennial Show, which makes it even more fun because we're millennials and it'll be funny. It'll be a live taping. It'll be so good. February 16th, Comedy Arena, 9.30 p.m. Tickets available online. Bye. It's Maggie. End of message. Hey, welcome to Unstable Topics, a fast-paced, jam-packed, unhinged, bestie podcast filled with facts, reacts, and made-up games in between. We're your hosts, Sarah and Maggie, and we're excited for you to join our best friend hangout, where we surprise one another with things we find interesting or hilarious just to see how the other will react. Our friendship might be totally stable, but you never know what your bestie might throw your way to knock you off your game. So come shake things up, learn something new, and laugh along with us. This is Unstable Topics. Hey, Bestie. Hey, Bestie. So I thought of something I wanted to talk to you about that was very unstable. And it was a few days ago. And I thought to myself, I need to write this down. I need to write down right now. So this is important. Yes, because I want to forget about it. It'd be so great to talk with Maggie about on the podcast. And you know what happened? You forgot about it? I didn't write it down. And I don't remember. I have no clue what it was <laughs> except for the fact that I it was a great idea to share in this moment with you. And because I didn't take the time to write it down, I do not know. Okay, I wait. I do not know what it was. Walk me through where you were when you had this great idea. It was in my bedroom. And it was in the morning because I do my best thinking in the morning before world inundates my brain right you know when I wake up in the first 10 minutes I can focus on life okay in your bedroom you just woke up things that are unstable it's like yes oh dang I have to make the bed every single day uh that's fitted sheets how do you fold them um uh uh it's the morning and people are already demanding things it it has it's going to be something very specific it has to be because that's like it I, I, it wasn't a TV show that I wanted to talk to you about. It could have been something I heard on the radio because, you know, NPR. I was driving a lot last week, so I had the opportunity to And you woke up listen. and you were like, ah. Oh. And I woke up. Uh, it's going to drive me bonkers. It's not so, even related to where you were. It wasn't like you no. saw something. It's more like or you, you woke up. Of. You yes. woke up and you thought. I woke up. Ay, ay, this is unstable. This is unstable. And I don't remember. So I wrote down, though, this morning – because I knew we were going to record, I didn't write it down, and now I forgot. Yeah. That's what it has next to my notes. Which truly, memory is unstable. Memory, period. I know. It is. This is going to drive me nuts, though. It's gonna I know. I, I just, You'll think of gonna, it again. I will never think of it again. It was gone forever, <laughs> and I'm never going to think of it again, and it's the worst, and I'm really sorry to our listeners. 
This was going to sure be such a good episode. It's going to be such a great episode. It's still going to be such a great episode, even though Sarah doesn't remember this thing that was so good. It's going to, but if you stick with it, then, then it'll driving, come like, around. My eyes hurt. That's how much I've been thinking. Like, you know, when you think of something really, like you focus right here and, yeah. and you just, uh, but you know what I didn't forget though, Maggie? What? To write down my fact. Oh, good. So are you ready for your fact? Yes. So it's a it's a little long because there's a lot of detail behind it because I can't just I just couldn't just leave it with what it is. I wanted to give you all the context. Okay, okay? good, good. Okay. So there are five species of venomous tree dwelling snakes that can indeed fly. <gasps> Found in Sri Lanka and Southeast Asia, these sneaky snakes technically glide rather than fly. First, using the lower half of their bodies to propel themselves from a J-shaped hang, then contorting their frames into an S and flattening to twice their normal widths to trap air. So then they go back and forth and they can actually make turns. Experts note that these soaring snakes glide with even more agility than their their mammal counterparts, flying squirrels. I hate it. I know I that's it. a lot. I, that's I, a I lot, but just... I, you could not simply say there are flying snakes. You had no. to give that detail. The J yes. shape to the S shape to the twice their size was truly startling, Sarah. I, I wish this was on video because I'm showing you with my arms. I could, and I could see it. But the way you described it, I could also visualize it, which I think yeah. just proves you, you, plat, the platform of podcasting is you're fantastic for it because I have the visual and the audio. <laughs> but no one else can see it, yeah. which is fine. Just imagine you're walking, you're walking. You're just walking. I you're don't, minding yes. your own business. You're uh-huh. trying to get some vitamin D. There's some trees and you see a snake Hanging down from a tree in a J, which would honestly, that's enough. That's enough. But I'd be like, you know what? I'm just going to take, I'm going to go 10 feet over this way. So if it drops yeah. on the ground, because it can't fly. Well, then they're going to contort their body into an S. So we went from a J to an S. And then they expand and like a parachute fly. and fly. Better than a flying squirrel. Better than a flying squirrel. It's like one of those, you know, those cliff jumpers where they have mm. their their arms out and then they get the parachute in their arms yeah they do like that. that but a snake but a snake but not just a snake a venomous snake yeah that's an added layer of horror you know because you're it not is. just like it's a garden snake falling which is terrifying it's mm-hmm. also um this could harm me mm-hmm. harm me in a way besides just emotional emotional trauma trauma yeah let me ask you this are you if you just saw a snake on the road like just a snake would do you walk on the other side of the road like what's your what's your plan well, for snakes? yeah wait what who would <laughs> yeah well, uh, so, if i see a snake on the road i'm not gonna be like oh you know where i should go right next to that snake <laughs> i would cross the i would cross the street i'm not i i'm not like afraid of snakes right like i've seen them when i'm in the backyard like gardening or doing yard work right but they're little tiny Garden brown, uh, whatever, brown snakes, whatever they are. But I, I, I'm not like afraid of them. Mm-hmm. But I think I also don't want to see one. You That's know? fair. That's a fair statement. My husband is terrified of snakes to the point Same. where 
Walter and Annie now have bits. We have this um, stuffed snake they got from the zoo. It's like six feet long, a stuffed animal snake. And they run around chasing him with it. And they go <laughs> through the house. And it's hysterical. But now Walter is held the natural. Like, you know what I'm going to do to get daddy? I'm going to tell him there's a snake. <laughs> a snake in the bathroom. <laughs> or this is going to rip. Daddy's not going to like this. This is about snakes. I'm going to get this ooh, book. Creepy. Yeah. Kyle doesn't like snakes either. I think most people don't like snakes. It's well, the, I think it's the lack of arms and legs that is jarring <laughs> to people. That's true. They're just, they're, they're evil looking creatures. They're mean worms. They're mean worms. And speaking of mean worms and things we don't like, Maggie, are you ready to react? I am. So this is a pretty terrifying thing. Yes. Flying snakes. But I was curious, which one do you think is worse? Flying snakes or flying cockroaches? Oh, gosh. <laughs> oh, gosh. Um, yeah. Flying snake. Because, wow. because of the venom piece, the size okay. piece, the uh, their ability to their agility with the flying um, a flying cockroach do I want to see one absolutely not do I want to see a flying snake absolutely not but if I saw <laughs> both of them coming at me I feel like I would be better equipped to handle the flying cockroach like I would I would be like bat it away oh, you know I'd like, be like get away get out of here and then it'd go like crunch you know but a snake oh, what are you going to do? Like bat it away and then it's mad and then it's coming at me on the floor and then it's like, uh, <laughs> it, it, there's no good way to handle a flying snake. There's no good way. You know what's so funny? Visioning both of those things happening to me, I get more ooged out by a flying co- cockroach. Really? Yes. Like snakes are evil. Like seeing a snake. So both of these are happening. Like when I visualize this scenario, it's happening in my bathroom for some reason. That's exactly where yeah. I see it happening. Oh, for like, sure. The yeah. snake is either hanging from the shower rod, mm-hmm. right? Which is terrifying. Like, it's terrifying to think about that. And, but then the cockroach is coming. Just Comes flying. out of nowhere. Like nowhere. You open, you open up your your mirror or something and your medicine yeah. cabinet and it's like, yeah, right in your face. And I feel like, I don't know, the flying snake, I would just shut the door, you know? But the cockroach the could co- go underneath the door. Underneath the door. It's terrifying. It's terrifying. I'm Yuck. sorry I asked this question. If you thought there could only be one game about celebrities named Jack in a 15-minute weekly podcast, you'd be wrong. F- you, Jack. But you are right about one thing. Only one Jack can reign supreme in this next game, the Jack-Off. All right, Sarah. This game of jack-off will put two fun games of jack against each other oh boy in one corner we have the game of jacks a sidewalk favorite for quick-handed kids everywhere verse blackjack the card game of luck and skill popular in casinos and households across the globe sarah which would you rather play for money, the game of jacks or blackjack? Oh, that is an excellent question, Maggie. And to be honest, listening to the jacks that you provided to me, I was curious what the hook was going to be. I'm like, well, I would much rather play blackjack 
as a like entertainment thing. Yeah. Right. You know, to enjoy myself. Mm hmm. But you threw in there for something that I could win money at. Yes. And I feel like Jack's, the traditional sidewalk panhandling game. That the you bounce see the like ball the, and snag the little. Yeah, the 1920s mm-hmm. like newsy movies. Yes. Where kids are in the alley playing Jack's. Hey, bud, you want to try and play me this game of Jack's? That I feel like I would be better off to win money at than Blackjack. Because you feel like jacks is more skill than luck or because you think you're better at catching things. <laughs> I, yes. Essentially, jacks allows you to have the control. You're bouncing the ball. You're grabbing the jacks. Blackjack, you always got to beat the house. You know? Yeah. Yeah. And I feel like I would get too nervous trying to when you're playing with real money like playing safe and yeah. i don't think that's how you win a blackjack yeah you, you gotta, gotta take risks you gotta have uh, rules so kyle's a very good card player um yeah and i i am not uh mm. and he just taught me like you know we went i remember once we had a layover in st louis and we went to a casino it was like a really long layover and we each took 50 dollars and we went and played blackjack and i was done in mm-hmm. like two hands i was like wow this is not fun at all this is so stupid and kyle won like 175 dollars wow and i was like well what'd you do he's like i just played the game and you just play it like how you how you (laughs) i was like but so did i i played played the game too i played the game too i agree i think jacks is though i feel like I feel like I have more control. I don't know if I do. I think it's also mm-hmm. kind of a game of luck, but I feel like the perception of, mm-hmm. I got mm-hmm. quick hands. I could do that, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah, you just bounce the ball and you got to pull the jacks before the ball comes back down. Right, yeah, yeah, right. I can do that. I could totally win so much money doing jacks. Gosh, if only it was 1920s and we were newsies. Ding, ding, ding. Looks like we have a jack-off winner. Congratulations to Jack on his victory. Maggie, are you ready for your fact? I am. According to the NFL, more than 100 children are conceived annually at the Super Bowl parking lot during tailgate parties. That's that's an interesting <laughs> fact for the NFL to know. Um, your face, though, I got it. You just look so disgusted. Yeah, you look. Well, I'm like, so disgusting. Where'd the NFL get this info? I thought about that. And I'm wondering if people self-report. Like, if it's something they're like, yeah, me and me and Margaret <laughs> really excited about the Patriots game. Oh, my God. Wait, wait. Can I can you repeat part of the fact than any other what that more children are conceived in the Super Bowl parking lot? There's then, no then, then there's no then other than it's just according to the NFL, more than 100 children oh, than are 100. conceived in the parking lot at the Super Bowl. That's a lot. That's I don't know. That's over. Well, think about like that's I mean, like uh, more than 100 over this span of all Super Bowls, because when I first when you first read this, I was like at the Super Bowl this year, annually. 100. Yes. One, annually. Oh, annually. Annually. That's not. No way. There's sure, no way there are 100 people in the Super Bowl parking yes. lot voting yes. and also 
that yes. time ovulating. There's well, listen, no way. 100% no listen, way. There are probably, oh gosh, 100,000 seats available in the stadium. Okay. Minimum. Mm-hmm. And then on top of that, you probably have 200,000 people in the parking lot just celebrating. So there's probably 300,000 people plus. Maybe even half a million people, people around just the stadium. Go, people just pay to park at the Super yes. Bowl? Yes. 100%. People, people just pay That's, to park and sit outside yes. a building. Yes. Sports culture is something I do not understand. <laughs> I do not understand this. People, so uh, wait, not only have I paid probably like a hundred plus, I don't need probably $200 to park my car in a parking yes. lot. Yes. Not see a game. Then I'm not even listening to the game. I'm too busy making a baby during that time. I've paid so much money to sit in my car where it is uncomfortable, probably No one's cold. sitting in their car. People aren't sitting in their car. People are outside of their car. Making babies? Tail- tailgating. But They're then tailgating. When, but then, and they- then when the mood strikes, they're going to look for some private refuge. This sounds like the worst possible place to make a baby. <laughs> No, thank you. That's awful. That's, yeah. I mean, not awful. I mean, if that's, if someone's listening and they're like, I'm a, no, I conceived my child. I was one of the 100. <laughs> that's great for you. That is so good for you. What a, many blessings. I wish you a fabulous life. Now, this year, Maggie, um, the Super Bowl is in Vegas. So I just want you to think about that and the atmosphere that Vegas is going to provide and what this might do to this fact, you know? Well, what happens in Vegas stays in Vegas. So I don't think a lot of people will be reporting it. <laughs> no one will be reporting what they conceive. No, that's that's going to add add another layer. Yeah. Wow. So thinking wow. about that other layer, and we just discussed. I I am excited how passionate you got about this fact. I can't believe um, it. that more than a hundred children are conceived annually in the parking lots outside the Super Bowl game. My question for you is: What do you think the names? are of these babies uh mahomes <laughs> brady <laughs> travis kelsey buffalo bills <laughs> if you see a spike five years from now of in kids in kindergarten named <laughs> buffalo <laughs> That's me putting it out there that the Bills will be in the Super Bowl, but I don't know. I have no idea. I can't follow sports. I don't get it. That's it for this episode. Wasn't that fun? Now it's time for you to subscribe and follow. And share this episode with a friend. Ooh, maybe even your bestie. Find us everywhere online at Unstable Topics. And for more antics, visit us at The Monthly Junk. Bye. Bye. Peace. You're listening to the Geekscape Network.